0: Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's it's a rant, but it's definitely... I don't know if it qualifies as an after-hours show. I don't know. It's not technically a legal topic, though I do give you a lot of information about the legal system and how it's created this totally fucked up culture we have so people who don't know me I'm a lawyer I've practiced for more than 30 years I'm America's most trusted lawyer actually and I am America's most beloved lawyer and I'm also a self certified master practitioner and there's only a handful of us in the entire United States I gave that award to myself almost 20 years ago so okay well let's uh, let's go ahead and get the show started so I can start pissing people off So I want to make a show about more of a cultural thing. It's got legal interactions, but it's mostly about just how screwed up our culture is and how much it's going downhill, and yet people want to live in denial. And what I find is, because I get a lot of people who kind of ride me because... I'm so negative, they say. You're so negative. Uh, I'm supposed to be positive. And I give that example of Rush Limbaugh. I, I think I've given it last time. I don't remember if it was even on a public show. But, you know, he was very, very positive. And people love this positivity. They want to they wanna glom on to positivity. And basically, I'd love to be able to be positive. I Tell me some things to be positive about. What is going in the right direction that you can observe sure I can do be positive my own life about some little thing here and there fine but I'm talking about macro trends whatever this Kali yuga is we're in we are heading down very rapidly and there's really no discussion about the things that are I mean seriously problematic being a white guy close to 60 I just I look at the way the world has changed so dramatically And nobody puts the pieces together. Everybody acts like this whole thing is just sort of happening. And when I try to explain to people, this is being designed and engineered, we are being replaced and all of this hating white people and acting like cis white male oppressors are the problem. It's, (laughs) I don't get it. I mean, to me, everybody's an individual and things are cultural. And whatever white guys have done, I'm not doing any of it. But if you just look at what the country is, a lot of it people don't understand. Like birth control was illegal (laughs) around the time I was born in the early 1960s. And the pill wasn't even created and released and approved until 1960. That's when the pill came out. Think about that. And if you look around at what the country is made up of with this insane immigration and white people bad, they're pouring all this in, they want to claim that America's always been this multicultural, ethnic sort of melting pot. It's really not true. all the people that they claim were the melting pot for the first couple hundred years are now all lumped in with whites. (laughs) So... The people that used to be part of a melting pot are now all lumped in with one category that they've just simply created out of thin air. There was no such thing as whites. They talked about each ethnic group. And the reality is even just discussing this is the kind of thing that's not permissible out in public. And you can get in a lot of trouble for it, like so many other things, because there's really no free speech allowed. Since they've driven everybody into these electronic public forums, and then they totally control them. There's very little you can do. But think about that reality that we have. The pill is in 1960, and it's still illegal to even dispense birth control. And in 1965, there was a case called Griswold. I think it was Connecticut versus Griswold or Griswold versus Connecticut. I don't remember how it went up to the actual Supreme Court. And that's the court case where they said that it's unconstitutional for a state to outlaw, outlaw dispensing contraceptives to married couples. So you had to be married to fit within that case. Think about that. So there was a supposedly a constitutional distinction that the federal courts were in charge of to pass opinions about that somehow this was a constitutional right. Think about that. Think about how different the world was putting aside the fact that the decisions are a load of shit because the court had already found that a state could force sterilization on somebody <laughs> but you have a constitutional right to get birth control it, putting you see people can't put aside the fact that those things don't make sense it's not that i'm in favor of a of birth control being illegal i'm just pointing out the fact that the way the legal system's constructed the idea that that decision is made by a single star chamber at the federal level is preposterous, and that somehow the First Amendment and a right to privacy with this penumbra and these emanations from penumbras, nobody ever even heard of the word penumbra before these cases that dreamed it all up, that's not the way it's decided. It's decided by supposed to be under our system. If it was truly a federal system, and it was truly supposed to be power of the people. Well, the people in the state of Connecticut are welcome to either keep the thing outlawed or not. It's so funny. It's so hypocritical the way. They say, well, these kinds of laws, those are unfair when you have constitutional rights. But they ignore the fact that the Constitution itself came into being based upon some bullshit vote 240 years ago where a simple majority put it in place. (laughs) See, see, it doesn't make any sense. If majorities of people in states passing laws is somehow unconstitutional, how can the Constitution itself have come into power by simply a majority vote by a teeny tiny portion of the population, these white male landowners over a certain age and meeting all these moral uh, qualifications and everything else in each state? You see that hypocrisy? You see the absurdity of all this, that now it's been driven into this federal star chamber. But think about this craziness that you have a case in 1965 that permits it after the pill is introduced, and then in 1965, at the same time they do that, you get the Immigration Act, where they promised that it was never going to change the demographics of this country. And anybody can look at the demographics of this country, and they've completely and totally changed. And then in 1970, you have no-fault divorce beginning in California. And then in 1973, you have Roe v. Wade. So in that 13-year period, the entire culture was completely turned upside down. Those events right there did it. And what people don't seem to understand is that the, the birth rate in the United States was about 3.6, 3.7 in 1960. So in 1960, you have a birth rate of about 3.7 people don't really understand what these birth rates mean, but you've got to have at least about a 2.2, meaning two births, okay, for each person who's giving birth, 2.2 births per each person giving birth, because you've got two people who are involved. The males can't give birth. Well, at least they not used to not be able to. Who the hell knows anymore? Maybe now males can give birth. But you need about that much as just population replacement because you people die from disease and accidents and other things. And so if you're just going to keep a stable population, you need it to be about 2.2. And once you get below that, you're not even meeting replacement. And, and once you get below about one point, I think it's around 1.7, there's really never been a case of a kind of culture that's able to survive they, they just die off once it gets that low they're just dying off and in japan i think it's down around 1.2 now but in the united states today the birth rate is 1.62 or 4 or 5 that's what it is so we went from 3.65 in a growing population in 1960 with the pill and then you have the supreme court case <laughs> you have the immigration act You have no-fault divorce and you have abortion. And during that period of time, it crashed from 3.65 down to about 1.75, came back up to about 1.8 to 2.0, 2.1, kind of floated in that area for about 35 40 years and in the last 10 years or so it's crashed down again now down to 1.65 it's just crashing and then and the next thing that's causing this crash is this all this trans insanity and this lbgtq rstuv horseshit that's just being jammed into the culture it's another thing they're jamming into the culture to completely disrupt our culture and so what's happening is they're Through the laws, through the government, they're basically bringing in a replacement population because our population has not been able to grow with the people who are here. And, of course, that's all part of the women's movement. They drove everybody into the uh, the workforce to get two taxpayers. Look around at the society as a result of this no-fault divorce. Look at it nobody can say this if this was an experiment if you were running in a social experiment to see if things worked and you compared this thing to say 70 years ago 1951 and you looked at today this society is in total collapse it's just single moms everywhere everybody's miserable everybody's multiply divorced you can't find people that make any sense we're all living in this so-called multicultural uh, system well multiculturalism's great to the extent that you get to go and enjoy the other cultures. It's not great when you jam everybody together. See, when the country was founded and growing, let's just say when it was growing, say in the mid-19th through the early mid-20th century, with a huge amount of uh, people, immigrants, pouring in, they would pour into the country. They would live in their own little areas. They would interact with each other, but they kind of brought their own little culture. They stayed in, and that was actually what supposedly made the country so great is that it had a bunch of these these different cultures it was kind of a melting pot you had some general agreement but that doesn't exist anymore and as i've just shown you the idea of it being a melting pot and shoving all these people in from all over the world that have absolutely nothing in common isn't the same as the people from europe with a very very similar kind of background living in cities but not being jammed together Okay, they they voluntarily interacted with each other. Now that's not the case. Now the government basically pays to take people from different parts of the world, lots of times third world, and to insert them into spots inside the United States. And that's what all that bogus census data is. They they collect all this data about what the demographics look like in an area, then they take certain groups of people and they shove them in there to totally fuck the whole system up and to create a bunch of democrat socialist voters. And that's what the anybody can look around and see that's That's what's happening. This country is becoming more and more and more social commie Marxist because of the fact that the government policies and laws, so-called, are being used to create this problem we have, which is the country is gone. Anybody can look around and see that the country that existed when I was a little kid is gone. And never gonna say, oh, it's a racist country and no, all Whatever. <laughs> go to the go, I don't see anybody in Africa turning white. I don't see them in China and in India. I don't see any of these places demanding that white people come in. White people are not welcome anywhere. See, this is a white country. All the white countries are being destroyed. And even just discussing it is apparently racist, just to stand up and say, well, you know, that's not appropriate. I don't think that's reasonable. It's not fair. And under no circumstances, when this country was majority white, would the white people have voted for their own demise? So they wouldn't have. No no people voluntarily commit suicide. (laughs) But that's what's happening in our country. And that, that's on top of the fact that all of the single mom crap and the divorced and the, quote, strong woman, that stupid Helen Reddy, I am woman, hear me roar crap, all this stuff just rolls on and on and on. Anybody can look around and see it's not making people happy. It's not making people happy. It's not successful. I look around at my friends. that They're not being able to successfully pull anything off. Most of them don't even try. They don't even attempt to try to have relationships. How can you anymore? They set men and women against each other. <laughs> the whole system is completely collapsing and falling apart. It's, it's in shambles at this point. But what happens? We just keep getting pushed further and further and further down a road that obviously doesn't work. And things like this birth rate and those issues I just told you about with the pill and Griswold and the Immigration Reform Act and No-Fault Divorce and Roe v. Wade, all these things, they all work together. And then Title IX that shoved kids in, made girls supposedly want to play sports, and now they're pushing stupid female sports. Look, women are welcome to play sports all they want, okay? But they aren't any good. Uh, They aren't any good compared to the men. That's all. They're welcome to have fun. I like to play sports. It doesn't mean anyone wants to watch me play sports. It's not sexist. It's fact. It's like saying it's sexist for me to say that men can't have uh, babies. (laughs) It's not sexist. It's just a fact. The smaller, they're slower, they're weaker. Just like I'm smaller and slower and weaker than the people who are professional athletes. I can't do it either. Is it sexist for me to say I'm not equivalent of a professional athlete? No, it's just a fact of life. That's all. It's just a fact of life. Some people just grow naturally, like Mike Tyson. The guy's just a terror, right? He just, he just grew to be this incredible fighting machine. And there's plenty of others. Look at the world's strongest man. These guys are just gigantic. See, all this stuff works together, but there's no longer the ability to have any honest conversation about any of it. There's just not. And I'm just none too happy about the fact that they've completely and totally destroyed the relationship between men and women. I'm just not believing that the relationship between men and women that had existed for thousands of years was so fucking terrible that it didn't work, that it needed to be ripped apart forcibly through government laws and all this other crap. I just don't believe it. And all the funding that went on, people don't understand all the way these uh, NGOs and so-called foundations and all this other crap and media and the CIA was funding the women's movement. So these things aren't accidents. That's what I'm telling you. These things aren't accidents. And the situation we're in right now with this insane trans insanity, with the multiple different genders and all these kids taking antidepressants and on drugs and alcoholics and going to rehab, being raised by single moms in divorce families, eating GMO foods. They, they don't eat. They don't even drink mother's milk. They have formula and then, sh- and then corn syrup. It's just, the, the society we have is so insane. It's so crazy. The fact that people are still running around arguing about red versus blue or Donald fucking Trump or some dementia patient president, it's amazing to me. It's amazing. We are going off the cliff. We're off the cliff. We're Wiley E. Coyote. We just haven't looked down. There's nothing about this system that's working. I don't understand why people are okay just ignoring it. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal we <laughs> Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. We are going off the cliff. We're off the cliff. We're Wiley E. Coyote. We just haven't looked down. There's nothing about this system that's working. I don't understand why people are okay just ignoring it. I would love to be positive. I I challenge anyone to bring me things that show all these positive directions I could be talking about. Like I say, Rush Limbaugh, he was positive for 30 years. And what happened? The country went into the fucking toilet during that time. And don't tell me about Ronald fucking Reagan and Donald Trump. Those guys were sellouts, man. Who are you kidding? Reagan, the 80s is when they started the financialization of everything. That's when the debt just started going insane. Oh, the debt doesn't matter. Of course the debt fucking matters. People don't even understand what the debt is. See, government took over the education. Uh, It's all being run by these governmental advantages to these large corporations and the large government. People think, oh, if you're anti-government, you must be big corporation. These corporations are horrendous. They're creatures of government. They only exist because of government. Why are people okay with all this? It has to be dismantled and decentralized. They are killing the culture. The culture we had when I was a kid, it's already gone. It's never coming back. It's gone. Oh good, it was terrible, it was a racist, it should be gone. Well, what about all the countries all over the world that there aren't multicultural countries? How come no one's riding them? Why is it only on me in my country? I don't get it. <laughs> I love people, different kinds of people, food and everything else but I'm comfortable with my own stuff like everybody else is. I'm comfortable with my own stuff. It doesn't mean that other people are welcome to do whatever they want. I've dated women of all different races, but I'm comfortable culturally with people. First of all, I'm not that comfortable with most people. (laughs) I'm not that comfortable with them. I don't have much in common with them but it has nothing to do with being a racist. If, if you just keep mushing everybody together like this, there's not gonna be any multiculturalism in 100 years. I look at these ridiculous sci-fi movies and they show like Star Trek and they show fucking white people, redheads in the future, 500 years from now, it's bullshit, they aren't gonna exist, dude. They'll be gone. Why is it racist for me to bring that fact up? I don't understand. <laughs> it's just like, am I not allowed to be okay with having white people? I'm okay with having black people or Mexicans or whatever the hell you want. I'm just saying, let's not fuck over my country and my people. But that's what's happened. And the people want to continue to tell me all about the freedom and the liberty and the justice and the Constitution and this. It doesn't make sense. I've already pointed out countless things in this very brief, less than 20 minutes of all the different ways that the governmental rules and restrictions, they make no sense and this idea that the Constitution requires it. It's just all made up. And I've made show after show after show after show explaining the way the legal system is a scam and has set all these things up. And I'm trying to show people that the legal system works in conjunction with trying to push the culture in a certain direction. And if you're not concerned about... Birth rates going from 3.65 down to 1.65 in my lifetime, well, then you're just blind. You're blind. They're going to keep gushing immigrants in here because without that, the country would just shrink to nothing. And that may or may not be okay, but that's what's going on here, people. Those are the things that are driving what you see all around you. And they aren't going to change by voting for people who aren't even talking about the issues because they're too damn scared. That's just the reality. So you want to change things? You want to wake up? Then you need to wake up to the reality. We have to be able to have honest conversations. But they've made sure that you can't. They scare you when they shout everybody down with this political cancel culture that they have going. And I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. And like I said, if there's so many great things going on, show me where they are. Show me where they are. And I'll be happy to talk about those too. If the legal system is working to create justice in all these places, show me where it is. I'll be happy to talk about that too. But until then, I'm going to speak the truth. And it's not my fault that the truth is fucked up right now, that the situation is fucked up right now. That's not my fault. But you can't fix problems that you don't acknowledge. And we're not allowed to acknowledge the actual problems going on here. We have to talk in all these sort of very nice terms all around it, but we can't talk about the actual problems. I'm just sick of it. I'm just, I'm stinking sick of it. And I'm sick of people harassing me about being negative. (laughs) And these people, anyone being positive out there about a bunch of bullshit, go listen to them. This is why we're in the problem, because everybody wants to glom on and gravitate to these people who give them nice lies, who sell them horseshit. They sell them a load of crap. (laughs) You got to deal with the problem sometimes, and the problems we have are big. They're really big and there are a million different ways and they all funnel back to government and laws and requirements that everybody has to comply with. This certain one way of doing things. One size fits none. Just, I'm just tired of it. I'm stinking tired of it. So, you know. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate the people who support my show. It's a limited number and the reality is that It's never going to be anything more than that. And I just look at the amount of support I actually get, and I say, okay, well, this is why people continue to espouse horse shit, optimistic horse shit, and other things that are all acceptable. I get it. I know why they do it. So, well, whatever. You want to follow me, follow me. If you don't, don't. Uh, Whatever. Do my own thing. I'm a legal man at U.S. Law Review. If you want to follow my tweets, if you want to listen to my show, you can. If you want to support it, you can. If you don't want to, that's fine, too. So, like I said, I, I really want to thank those people in Patreon who put their money where their mouth is and support a show, stand up for a guy that actually is willing to speak the truth and do what we need, which is start off by actually having a conversation about things that people are afraid to talk about. I've already explained the legal system. There's tons more to explain. Nobody else explains it like I do. I'm becoming more and convinced that there aren't any other lawyers who are willing to speak up if there are any other lawyers who even understand the level of fraud that I have explained to people in my show. I really am. I'm really starting to wonder whether there's you know, a very small handful of lawyers in the entire country who understand what's actually going on with the legal system like I do. So you wanna support it? Great. You don't? Then that's fine too, you know. <sighs> All right. Well, I knew it was going to be a rant, but I tried to keep the expletive to a minimum, and that's just the way it is. So I want to wrap the show up there. You guys have been a great audience. I do appreciate that. And I hope everybody has a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time. The legal man.